Hello and welcome to the Third and Long Podcast, the only podcast for NFL punters. I'm your host, Grant Lee. Third and Long Podcast is brought to you always by Little Birdie TV, topsport.com.au, punting form, and the home of stand-up comedy, The Comics Lounge. What a week we had in the NFL. On the same day, we had the Jets, the Lions, and the Jags win all together for the first time in over 10 years. Time to introduce my friend, Nick Tedeschi, my BFF, pro punter, and the master behind the tipping package to the house. Welcome, Top Rope. How are you? What a pleasure to be back here. Uh, good to see you again, Greg. Good to see you again, Jerry. And uh, look, the uh, early season NFL, is, there's not much better than it. And uh, plenty of upsets, but uh, yeah, it's been, been a great start to the year. Well, welcome live from downtown Miami, Florida. Mike and Padre, our NFL tipping machine with his package, the shoebox. Welcome, Mr. Jerry Jones and technically 3-0 and for the week. How you guys doing? Coming here from a, a, a hot and sunny 2-0 Miami Dolphin town. Yes, they uh, were sensational on the comeback. So, boys, just to uh, go through some of the, the hot topics of week two, Cincinnati Bengals, they are off to a pretty rough start, beaten by the Super Bowl-bound Cowboys in week two. Uh, Joe Burrow, most sacked quarterback in the league. Jerry, do they have a Super Bowl hangover? Listen, this game hurts me a lot. Uh, I won't go into it too much, but uh, last year in my survivor pool, the Jets started Mike White and I had the Bengals. I was in like week 10, week 11. I was late. I was doing pretty good. And the Jets somehow beat the Bengals with Mike White. So that sticks in my craw. But uh, the Bengals, uh, the game ticked up from five to six. I, I think they have a strong showing. It's still Joe Flacco, I believe. It doesn't matter who it is. The Bengals should right the ship, and they should get the victory. Yeah, we saw uh, an awful injury to a, to a young player with a very high ceiling, Mr. Trey Lance. Um, you know, no one wants to see that, but uh, the biggest insurance policy ever cashed in by the 49ers. Are they now a Super Bowl threat, top rope? Yeah, look, uh Trey Lance may well be the future of the 49ers, but Jimmy Garoppolo is unquestionably the best chance to win at present. He's still very, very raw, Trey Lance. Uh, yeah, we've had limited time on him, so it's a bit hard to kind of give a, a, a proper assessment of him. But, uh, yeah, I, yeah, not not trading Jimmy Garoppolo when there were plenty of suitors in the off-season, absolutely playing. And the 49ers are absolutely in contention. Look, it's, it, the NFC is not flush with unbeatable talent this year. Yeah, I think we're you know, the, the the Bucks are certainly you know, up there, but they're, they're kind of you know, look like they're running into a few off field issues there with, with Tom Brady. The, the Packers are, are missing you know, any competent receiver at the moment. So uh, Cowboys have, have suffered plenty of injuries. So you know you you've got to put the 49ers in the mix. They were game away last year. So uh, yeah, I think Jimmy Garoppolo is certainly throwing San Francisco right in the Super Bowl contention. The uh, those boys should be on the insurance ads in uh, in America for sure. But uh, what a mess we have in Denver! What the hell is going on? Uh, the the Broncos have gone from one of the biggest Super Bowl favorites. Um, I, I just can't explain it when I watch it. Who do we blame, Russell Wilson or Nathaniel Hackett, Jerry? Hundred percent Hackett. I mean, Wilson's been there, done that. He's won a Super Bowl. He's been to another. 
I mean, it's not his fault. It's it's very frustrating to watch this team. Um, and it, it got comical that the crowd was counting down the play clock. Uh, five, four, three, because they just can't get the play in in time. And Russell Wilson's at the line. The, the clock is hitting zero, and the defensive line is just teeing off on that. You can't hard count. There's no timing. They're getting a great jump. The guy's got to get the play in. He's clueless. You know, he tried a 64-yard field goal to win in week one. And then last week, he's lining up for, a I don't know, a 52-yarder. They get a delay game. Now it's a 57-yarder, and he punts. So he's going to kick from 64 to win the game because he thought it was the right play. And then he punts instead of kicking a 57-yarder. The guy's clueless, man. It, it's not Ross. It's 100% Hackett. What about when the uh, when when they they had a punt against him and they didn't even have the punt returner out there? So, uh, no, it is definitely a mess. So, once again, we saw Kirk Cousins. Uh, the Vikings were one of my Super Bowl picks. He cannot get the job done on primetime games. The I just I don't see how the Vikings are going to win playoff games, let alone the Super Bowl. Are they any chance of, of of making a making a run if they cannot play the big games top rope? No, I, I didn't like them at the start of the year. I know they were kind of the, the the trendy tip to to, to take the NFC North there, but uh, uh, I, what you would expect from someone like Kirk Cousins is if. You're not going to hit the deep throw. You're not going to be a threat with your legs. So at least manage the game properly. His game management was abhorrent on Monday. The, 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 not only throwing interceptions, how bad some of the interceptions were, and they were nearly all on him, were, 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 was appalling. But they, they had plenty of opportunities to get back into that game and, and Cousins threw it away. And the problem, that, that how this feeds down is you know, Cousins just locks in on Jefferson, all of a sudden, you know, you can put the best corner out like Darius Slade did last week. He was kind of coming underneath, well played by him. But it just it just completely nullifies the, the Dalvin Cook run game as well. Because they're just they're not, yeah. You know, Jefferson and Cousins are going to light it up against bad teams. But as soon as they, they, they come up against, you know, a pretty stout defence, they're in a lot of trouble. So uh, I don't like the Vikings all this year. Once again, we saw some uh, pretty amazing games in week two. We witnessed three teams down by over 13 points at the start of the fourth quarter, come back and win. How, how does this happen in the, the modern era, Jerry? You know, it shouldn't happen in the modern era. <clears throat> but the problem is too many coaches play not to lose. And when you play not to lose, you lose. You played a certain way to get a lead. Just keep playing. Now, there's, there's instances, but some of these coaches start playing with like 10 minutes to go up seven trying to bleed the clock. I mean, it's, you know, it, it's insanity. I mean, yeah, four minutes to go, you're up 17 points, go ahead, run three times into the line and punt it back, right? But you can't do that with every single lead. I mean, these, these games, it's it's one score and one stop, and you're right there. So there's times to play, you know, uh, keep away, and there's times to keep playing. And it's just, teams just quit, and they can't turn it back on. And we saw that you know, with the Jets, I mean, that that was insane. You saw it with the Dolphins, another one. I mean, it just it just keeps happening week after week, and it shouldn't. Let's talk about the elephant in the room. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys, boys, uh, sensational win. Um, I'd like to say that, you know, I got up at 6 a.m. and I was ready and had my flag and my beanie and everything ready to go. 
No. I uh, I had no intentions of getting up. I was going to watch the game condensed. Uh, but my mobile phone was was ringing flat out, messages coming through uh, from, from friends and mates that were like, oh, look at this, this is sensational. So I had to get out of bed, pretend that I'd been sitting there the whole time. Um, but anyway, are the Cowboys Super Bowl bound with Cooper Rush, top rope? Uh, look, it's supporters like you to keep the Cowboys Cowboys alive. It's uh, well done. Um, yeah, look, Cooper, Cooper Rush can do a job for them. And like like there is absolutely no way that the, the Cowboys are going to start winning with their offense, with their receiving core, and, and Cooper Rush. They are going to be winning on their on the back of their defense if they keep winning. And, and you know, it's it's it's, it's you know, Michael Parsons is surely in the box seat for Defensive Player of the Year. He has been. Absolutely, he's everywhere at the moment. So, uh, yeah, I think the Cowboys can get winning. I don't think that's a strong division. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to the Monday game later. I'm not sure how about that one, but yeah, I can't believe that the the, the Giants are favoured by I feel well over anyone at the moment. So, uh, you know, I know they've won two games, but yeah, I'd take the Cowboys and that defence any day of the week, particularly against someone like Daniel Jones. So, I think they can they, they, they can they can certainly win the division. I don't think they're Super Bowl bound, but. Um, you know, you get Dak back, get a few wins up in this first eight weeks, you can certainly make the playoffs. Here is hoping and uh, just for me and my my mental state and my, my life, please, boys, do something. Dak, come back. Thank you, boys. Amazing. And um, we'll be back shortly. Welcome back and time for now to The House. Brought to you by topsport.com.au. Family owned and operated for 35 years. Bet with a bookie you can trust. Bet with topsport.com.au. Now, boys, it's time for our bookie wrap for week two. Uh, Amazing week there for the punters with the favourites. 11 out of 16 at 62%. Jerry, what's with the the overtotal there? Five from 15, 31%. Yeah, I don't understand what that is. That's a... Uh, two weeks in a row now. The first week I thought it was uh, an aberration, but uh, I, I don't know. Sometimes in the offseason they have a point of emphasis by the refs to call certain penalties certain ways. They don't have uh, over or under in their intentions, but sometimes it works out that way. And I thought they were emphasizing the defensive holding, which would help offense, and, and the opposite is true. I can't tell you what the reasoning is. All I can tell you is that it, it should balance out. I don't. I don't see overs hitting at a – 31% clip the rest of the way. Now, Top Rope, it's time for you to take us to the house. Yeah, we uh, uh, had a, a, a bit of a push week, actually. So we got two of the five, but the two big bets lobbed. Uh, bet of the week was the, the Jags. That was one of the easiest watches you'll see. The, 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 the plus four and a half, they never in that one, 24 nil over the 24 nothing over the Colts. And we started early with uh, the Chargers. Ended up being a backdoor cover. They were on top most of the game. They looked like they were going to hit the lead and then uh, a 99-yard interception uh, put them down by 10. But uh, uh, luckily, uh, an injured Justin Herbert showing Willis Reed kind of commitment, struggling out with a busted ribs through the uh, late touchdown to to get the backdoor. So uh, something that uh, Saints looked like they were, they were cruising to a cover. They were up 3 nothing into the third quarter, but... It uh, wasn't to be there. Uh, again, interception costly though. Well, with the help of you two boys, uh, my uh, my top sport account is looking quite uh, quite happy at this time of year. So, Jerry, take us 
to your shoebox? Yeah, uh, I mean, I, I like it. Can't complain with anything. I actually won the one push we have on there. I, I actually got a 49 and 49 and a half on that Monday night game, which was a miracle. I mean, it was 41-7 in the third, and they everyone just gave up. Baltimore over, very easy. Patriots squeaked in there, but they were never in doubt. They were in control the whole way and never really sweated anything. Same thing with the 49ers. So three pretty much easy winners in that one push. Uh, you know, I, I, I like everything I did, and if I had to do it again, I would I would go with the same place. So. All right, boys, it's that time again. Let's get into the first match of the week three. Las Vegas Raiders versus Tennessee Titans. Monday, nice, 3 a.m. ESPN. Raiders minus two, the total 45 and a half. Uh, Tennessee offense looked awful. Derek Henry looks old and broken, which is a shame for everybody. And the Raiders gave up a W at home after leading in the fourth quarter. What say you, Top Rope? Yeah, don't love this game from a betting point of view, but uh, there are a couple of angles on this working across the board, week three. Uh, and it's, it's on the underdogs here. Underdogs are under a touchdown, 115-75 against the spread. Uh, dating back to, to two, 2000, I think it is. Uh, week three, dogs off a loss, cover at 57.3%. So uh, leaning towards the Titans here, they've covered uh, four of the last five of a loss, four straight off conceding 30-plus. The Raiders, not a good cover team, very popular with the public, covered just one of the last five on the road, one of the last eight against a losing team. So uh, I'm going to go with the Titans, smallish here. Beautiful. Thank you. Now, game two. Kansas City Chiefs at the Indianapolis Colts, Monday, 3 a.m. ESPN. The Chiefs are minus six and a half, and the total is 50. Uh, Matt Ryan needs to get going. The Colts are run dom- the Colts are a run-dominant team, uh, and that is one of the weaknesses for the uh, Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, where's the play on this one, Jerry? Yeah, this one is like the, the line has been all over the place. I saw an opener of Kansas City minus three. I seen it as high as seven. Uh, you quoted six and a half. I'm seeing five and a halfs out there. Uh, I do like the Colts in this spot against the so-called wise guys. Uh, I'll take the six and a half, the line you quoted. I'll take the five and a half. I'll take whatever you got out there. The Colts are one of those teams. I mean, they've, they've looked terrible. They looked horrendous. They were the trendy pick going into the season uh, with Matt Ryan behind there and, and Jonathan Taylor and that offensive line. Um, Chiefs look like world beaters. They look unstoppable, but the Colts can play the game that bothers the Chiefs, all right? And that's play keep away. They can smash them with Jonathan Taylor and keep Mahomes off the field. I mean, it's, it's easier said than done, but they're built to do that. So Indianapolis, give me the points. Uh, and I could actually see them winning outright. I know, uh, again, if you say Chiefs over the Colts and you say, oh my God, you're crazy if you think the Colts are going to win. The spread's only five and a half, so it's not that big of a difference. So give me the Colts. Um, close game. They they may win it, but they're definitely going to cover. No, I'm definitely with you, Jerry. That is a juicy line. All right, boys, match three, the one I'm looking forward to, the Buffalo Bills at Miami Dolphins Monday, 3 a.m. on 7, mate. Uh, the line, we have the Bills minus six, and the total is 52 points. The, the Bills had their first punt of the season in the third quarter last week, and Miami are coming off a crazy win against the Ravens, and Tua is 0-3 against the Bills. Who are we backing on this one, Top Rope? Yeah, great, great, great matchup. Uh, leaning towards the Dolphins, had a lot of confidence. Uh, home dogs were a field goal or more in the, for win in the first six weeks, 13-16 against the spread. 
moment we've covered five straight, scoring 30-plus. They've covered six of the last seven at home. Can't make a case against the Bills, though. They're, they're absolutely fine. They, they put 41 on with ease against the Titans. So uh, leaning towards the, the Dolphins. But the best play in this game for me is the over. Uh, it's a big number here. I think we're at 52 uh, the latest. But, uh, the over is 14 and 5 when there's a home dog in the first eight weeks or scoring 35-plus. Over it's at 60.3% when an underdog is off a win. 21 and 9 when Buffalo are off a win. Give me the over in this one. Love it. Top rope. Uh, match four, boys. LA Rams at Arizona, Monday, 6.25 a.m. on 7, mate. The Rams are minus three and a half, and the total is 49. Uh, Kyle Murray definitely went into game mode on the weekend. If if any of you guys saw the 80-yard run for the two-point conversion in the fourth quarter, uh, he definitely is playing video games at home because he was playing Madden. Who you got for this one, Jerry? So uh, I think it'll be a great game. I, you know, both of these teams, they match up well. Uh, they play twice a year. They're familiar with each other. Uh, I'm going to take a different route. I'm going to go with the under the total points. I got under the 49 there. Um, for all the flashiness that McVay has and this offensive genius and all, he likes to run the ball. He likes to control the ball. And he doesn't go at a high tempo. Him and Stafford, they like to read the defense. I think that this is going to stay under. I, I, I'd flip a coin on the side. I, I really don't know what's going to go on there. I'm looking for a low-scoring, boring type of game. Let's go under the 49. Wonderful. Now, uh, Battle of the Bays, match five. Green Bay Packers at Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Monday, 6.25 a.m. ESPN. The line, the Bucks are minus one. The total is 41 and a half. The Bucs are the worst-looking 2-0 team in the NFL. Uh, the Packers did exactly what we thought they would to the Bears because that's what they always do. Rodgers always gets a bit frustrated when he goes up against Brady. Where should the punters put their dollars on this one, Top right? Yeah, very surprised the total is so low here. I know that both uh, teams have, uh, have I've struggled with their offences through, through uh, two weeks, but, yeah, this is, this is Rodgers against Brady. This is, these are two teams that that, that that can can score pretty freely. Uh, so I'm, I'm on the over here. Uh, look, uh, five and one when Green Bay off a win the over. Twenty two and six when the Bucks are off allowing fifteen or fewer. Uh, so going around the over forty one and a half there. Look on the side, very hard leaning towards Green Bay here. They've covered nine or twelve against a winning team. Uh, I like playing against small home favourites uh, on low totals in the early season. So. Uh, Backing the Packers here, but not a lot of confidence. Amazing top rope. Thank you. So game six, San Francisco 49ers at Denver Broncos, Monday, 10.20 a.m. ESPN. The line, 49ers minus one, and the total, 45. Uh, I didn't think we were ever going to say this ever again, boys. Jimmy G versus Russell Wilson, but here we are. Denver still haven't scored a touchdown in the red zone. Uh, what do we think about this one, Jerry? Okay, now that's going to change. Denver will score a touchdown in the red zone. This Hackett, I mean, he might be the favorite to be the first coach fired. He really needs to wake up. He really needs to have a good game. He's got to get these play calls in, and he's got to score points. No more field goals. So I'm going to go over the total here. Uh, I think there'll be a lot of points scored. I think Hackett and Wilson will break out of their shell. I mean, that offense is loaded. There's no reason why they can't be scoring. And although Lance was the future for the 49ers, I think Jimmy G is the present. 
I think he is better for the team right now. I think they cut bait a little too soon. And uh, they actually used him as an insurance policy for another quarterback to get hurt so that they could trade uh, and, and get a, a haul back. And it wound up being their own insurance policy. So uh, right move for the wrong reason, but they got Jimmy G. We got Russell Wilson. Uh, let's go ahead and go over the total points. All right. Drum roll. Game seven. The mighty Super Bowl bound Dallas Cowboys versus the New York football giants. Monday, 10.15 a.m. ESPN. The line, Giants minus one. The total, 39 and a half. The Giants look like probably the best 2-0 team still running around. Speaking of 2-0, Cooper Rush. That's his record as a starter. Look out, Dak. Where's the love on this one, Top Rope? Yeah, love this as a betting game, which has been pretty unusual for Monday nights over the last few years. But uh, uh, I, I'm, I'm, I mentioned earlier, I'm running the Cowboys, very much playing against the, the, the Giants here. Giants have covered just 10 of their last 33 at home. One of their last five division games, I know Brian Dable's their coach now. I know there's been a change of regime, but uh, still happy to, to, to bet against Daniel Jones and the Giants. Uh, the Cowboys, they've, won, they've covered seven in their last 24. They've covered 20 in their last 27 division games. Good bet, the Cowboys. Great bet, the under. Uh, absolutely love the under, even on the low total here. Uh, the under, the uh, mentioned earlier, the Cowboys are trying to win on defence. Dable is not letting Daniel Jones off the leash. Uh, I'm not even sure he wants Daniel Jones his quarterback the way we've seen some of the sideline interactions so far. Uh, the under is 8-1 on the Cowboys are off a win, uh, but the Giants under 20-7 when they're at home, 22-8 when they're off a win, 22-5 overall. Give me the under. I think it was 39.5. Wonderful. Now, amazing insight, boys. Thank you so much. Once again, I do uh, thank both of you. My, my top sport account does look very fat at the moment. So, for everyone out there, check out LittleBirdie.live. In the Little Birdie shop, you will find To The House and The Shoebox available for $22 a week. Seriously, guys, if, if you're punters or you have friends that are punters, get on this because the boys are here to help and make some good money. So speaking of which, Top Rope, how are we looking for those Super Bowl prices? Uh, Grant, the, the Buffalo Bills, clear favourites. Now, $4.70, not surprising considering how impressive they've been through through two weeks. They were... Uh, yeah, really, really, really impressive against the uh, the Titans. Uh, the Eagles, they've been a big fan as well. They're into $11 fourth favourite. Maybe a little short for my liking. I could, couldn't have them there. Uh, Chargers into $14. Justin Herbert injury has got to be a little bit of a concern there. But uh, Buffalo Bills, clear standout for me. You know, they're, they're levels above everyone else at the moment. So uh, each week... Uh, we, we're granted $100 to invest for our for our charity of choice. Thank you to topsport.com.au. Topsport, Australia's biggest betting bookie. Um, guys, I don't want to rub it in, but in week two, we had uh, six teams that were still 2-0, and uh, the Miami Dolphins, the Bills, the Bucks, Kansas City, New York, uh, Football Giants, Philly, and uh, Grant Lee, 2-0. Um, with uh, with my tip of the Jags plus four. So how did you go, Top Rope? Uh, well, as I told uh, former host MG when he asked for the tip, I tipped the Jags plus four, but then he goes, do you want to run the same as Grant? And I said, well, I'll, I'll change it up and we'll mix it up and I'll go on the Saints. So uh, that's a loss. It doesn't matter how you got there. That's still the L. And Jerry, well done on the win as well with the uh, the Patriots at the line. So for week three, boys, um, 
I, I I did like what Top Rope did, so we've we've swapped. You've taken my pick, but it's all good. I'm going the Jags plus seven. Who have you got, uh, Top Rope? I'm going to Colts plus five and a half. Agree with everything Jerry said uh, earlier. Absolutely love the Colts as well. Jerry, what say you? Yeah, I'm going with my revenge game that I hinted to earlier. The Cincinnati Bengals, the uh, Super Bowl representative, uh, they just look terrible, but they'll snack out of it. They they get the Jets team that. You know, a little frisky. Big win last week against the Browns. It was a miracle. They might be off a little bit of a high. I think it's a mismatch, mismatch in talent. Uh, the Bengals should exact revenge for my survivor pool last year and pull away with a double-digit victory. So, boys, for our ankle breakers competition, uh, we had another winner, Corey Brown. Um, he tipped the Packers by 17, and the score was 27-10. to 10. So, Congratulations on that, Corey. So uh, for all the people out there that that haven't heard of the competition, jump on this. It's fantastic. Uh, the match this week will be on Monday at 10.20 a.m., San Francisco 49ers versus the Denver Broncos. Uh, how to enter. Each team wins. Uh, you have to pick, sorry, you have to pick the team that wins and their margin. So, for example, for week three, if you were to choose the 49ers by three points, uh, just be sure to put on your socials at Twitter at littlebirdie.tv and at third and long TV. So, boys, another amazing week um, here. Uh, thank you again for fattening up my account. Um, that's a wrap for, for this show. For everyone out there, head to littlebirdie.tv. To subscribe to our packages, either from Jerry or Top Rope, uh, be sure to follow us on YouTube. Uh, you can find us in the Apple Store, on Spotify, on SoundCloud, or wherever you listen to your podcast. Also, follow us on at LittleBirdie.tv, at Third and Long TV on Twitter and Insta. And remember, for all your NFL action, it can be found on TopSport.com.au. Invest wisely, punters, and enjoy Week Three. Thank you.